What's up? What's up, party people? Check it out. So I'm going to start doing readings. I'm going to read today from uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money by uh, Jen Sincero. I uh, bought this book, got it autographed actually by her. I'm excited to read it. I've been putting it off for a little... Not putting it off. Somebody else was reading it in my household, so... Um, but I'm going to start reading it. So here we go. Without further ado, I'm just going to jump right into it. Introduction. If you're ready to make more money, you can. I don't care how many times you've tried and failed, or if you're so broke you're selling your bodily fluids for bus fare, or how often you've found yourself center stage at the checkout counter, feigning shock and indignation. Are you sure? Declined? That's impossible. Can you run it one more time? No matter how out of the question it may seem for you at this moment, you can make lots of money. Even I'ma buy everyone I love a house and a gold tooth kind of money, if that what turns you on. I'd also like to point out that there's nothing horribly wrong with you if you haven't figured out how to do it yet. Money is one of the most loaded topics out there. We love money, hate money, obsess over money, ignore money, resent money, hoard money, crave money, badmouth money. Money is rife with so much desire and shame and weirdness. It's a wonder we can, we can utter the word above a whisper, let alone go out and joyfully rake it in. Have you ever have have you been brave enough to read this book in public? I wonder, with the title in a, in full view, it reminds me a lot of how we've been conditioned to deal with sex. Another gold medalist in the topics that totally freak people out. Competition. When it comes to having sex and making money, you're supposed to know what you're doing to be all great at it. But nobody teaches you anything about it, and you're never supposed to talk about it because it's inappropriate, dirty, not so classy. Both money and sex can provide unthinkable pleasures, birth new life, and inspire violence and divorce. We're ashamed if we don't have it. We're even more ashamed to admit we want it. We, we will do things, people, we're not nuts about in order... <laughs> we'll do things, people, we're not nuts about in order to get it. And I know I'm not the only one who has caught myself fast fantasizing about a stranger just like Batman coming up and giving me some... Some on a bench in Central Park. Am I? The good news is if you, like most people, have a troubled or conflicted relationship with money, you have the ability to heal it, transform it, and become so such awesome pals with money that you wake up one day to find yourself standing in the middle of the life you've always wanted to live. And you can start making this change right now. All you need to do is wake up to what's holding you back. Make new, powerful choices about what you focus on. And smarten yourself about money and go for it like you ain't never gone for it before. Which is what this book's book will help you do. I personally transformed my financial reality so quickly and massively that everybody who knows me well is still wondering what the hell happened. And believe me, when I say if my broke ass can do it, you can too. No matter how rickety or hopeless you may feel right now, because I knew precisely zero things about making money until I was in my 40s. My 40s! That's the age when most people possess things like houses and college funds for their kids and an understanding of how the Dow Jones works. Meanwhile, at 40, I possessed a barren bank account, a deep wrinkle line between my eyebrows from stress, and a first-name basis relationship with Sheila at the collection agency. For the vast majority of my adult life, I was a freelance writer, forever scrambling for work that paid an insulting non-amount considering how, how time-consuming and challenging it was. Had I actually done the math, would have realized just how free my Lansing was. But I instead chose to be in denial of, facts, of the facts. Work harder, complain more, and just, you know, 
hope that I'd somehow magically start raking in the dough or get run over by someone rich who would then have to take care of me for the rest of my life. My watertight plan for getting out of financial struggle was partly based on having a whole lot of hang-ups about money. Money's evil. Rich people are gross. I have no idea how to make it. I'd have no idea what to do with it even if I did know how to make it, etc. As well as my perpetual and torturous state of indecision. I knew I was a writer, and I also knew I wanted to do more than sit, a, sit alone in a room in my robe and type all day. I just didn't know what it was I wanted to do. And rather than just picking something already and seeing where it led, I chose to bite my nails down to bloody nubs and wallow in the I don't know what the hell I want to do with my life quagmire. For years, as in decades, it was so painful and devastating and utterly paralyzing. This is how I found myself at the ripe old age of 40, living in a converted garage in an alley in fear of, the, of requiring dental work, excelling at financial mediocrity in, fo in the following ways. 1. Eating, drinking, filling my pockets with anything that was free regardless of whether or not I really liked it or, or needed it. 2. Walking countless blocks and flip-flops to save $5 on valet parking. 3. Employing duct tape instead of professionals to repair things like leaking pipes, busted shoe straps, and fractured bones. 4. Meeting friends at a restaurant for dinner, ordering a glass of water. Tap is fine, thanks. I love the tap in this city, before explaining to the table how I'm really not hungry. I'm stuffed, actually. And then the free bread is placed on the table and, I, and disappears in my mouth in a blur. 5. Choosing between phone service and, and health insurance. 6. Spending excruciating amounts of time purchasing anything, from a TV to a bedspread to a wooden spoon, in order to thoroughly investigate every possibility of a cheaper option. A forthcoming sale, a coupon code, or to entertain the question, is this something I could perhaps make myself? If I'd put the same amount of time and focus that I put into freaking out about not having money, cutting back my expenses, finding the deals, ha haggling... Researching, returning, refunding, redeeming, rerouting, rebating in, into actually making money, I would have been driving a car with working windshield wipers years before I actually did it. This making money thing is not about never making, again, making wise, informed purchases or rejoicing in a good sale or filling up on bread. It's about giving yourself the option and the permission to be, do, and have whatever lights you up. Instead of acting like a victim of your circumstance, it's about not pretending everything is cool. I love having three roommates, none of, of whom, none of whom ha know how to use a sponge or a goddamn broom. Instead of focusing on making more money to afford yourself your own place for fear you'll be judged or you'll suck at it, or that it'll be too hard or no fun or out of your reach. It's about creating the wealth that affords you the life you'd love to live instead of settling for what you think you can, you can get. The human ability to rationalize, defend, and accept our self-imposed drama is bananas. Especially because we have all the power within us to choose and create realities that totally kick ass. We see it all the time with people who are in misery. Who are miserable or even abusive relationships. He's just so sad and sorry after he cheats on me. It breaks my heart. Plus, the makeup sex is super hot. We see it when people insist on staying in jobs they hate. I spend, I spend my lunch breaks weeping in the stairwell. I'm so miserable. But the health insurance is amazing. Meanwhile, their spirit and their time on this earth are quickly swirling down the drain. Quote, Time wasted rationalizing the mediocre could be time spent creating the magnificent. Unquote. 
You have one glorious and brief shot at beating at being the the you that is you on planet Earth, and the power to create reality you desire. Why not be the biggest, happiest, most generous, and fully realized humanoid you can be? After some 40 plus years of scraping by, I finally could no longer bear hearing myself say my mantras of choice, can't afford it, and I don't know what I want to do, or to continue living in places so crappy and small that I could sit on the toilet, answer the door, and fry an egg all at the same time. It was like living on a boat or in a toadstool. I could no longer sit back and watch all these other people out there kicking butt, making great money, doing what they love, treating their pals to fancy dinners, donating more than five bucks, and a thank you note to charities they loved, traveling the world in luxury, wearing shoes that no longer no stranger had, had worn before, basically living the life I wanted to live. I was just as smart, talented, charming, well-groomed. What the hell was my problem? What was I waiting for? No matter how much I complained or freaked out or tried to convince myself that my present rickety life was as good as it could, as it could, should, or would get, Deep down, I knew I was meant for more and wanted bigger things. I'd get all excited hearing about someone's cool job as a globetrotting journalist or hanging out at someone's beachfront house and think, this, this could be me. And instead of using that excitement to propel myself into action, I immediately started talking myself out of going for it. Well, I have nothing well written enough to, to show that I could be a good journalist, and I'm not entirely sure that's what I want to do. Plus, I have a cat. I could never have I could never travel the world and leave Mr. Biggins behind. Even though staying stuck where I was felt easier and less risky than putting myself out there, it also felt awful. I felt like I was letting myself down, being a wimp, holding back, denying myself a whole lot of awesomeness, snoring my way through life. Because basically, I was. The knowledge that I could be doing so much better, but wasn't, finally became so unbearable that I got off my butt and made the hell-bent-for-glory decision to get over my fear and loathing of money and figure out how to make some, and to let myself do it in a way that maybe wasn't perfect, but that at least felt sort of right, instead of clinging to the easy out of being unsure. There was no thunderclap, aha, moment. I didn't narrowly escape dying in a grease fire or get dumped by the love of my life for being such a loser or have some big quote-unquote snap-out-of-it epiphany. I just suddenly couldn't take listening to myself complain anymore. I just finally woke up, which is how the desire to make massive change kicks in for most people. The leaps I had to take to catapult myself out of my safe little reality were often terrifying and hugely comforting. For example, I invested alarming amounts of money in putting an online business together, taking courses, hiring mentors, building a website, getting headshots taken by someone other than my right arm etc. I risked looking like an idiot and, I, and a fraud because this new business of mine was all about coaching other writers and I never coached other writers before. I risked losing the aforementioned alarming amounts of money on building an online business because I knew not one thing about running online businesses or offline businesses for that matter. Even telling people that I had a damn business felt ridiculous. It felt pretend. Like I was just playing office until someone busted me. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> but no matter how scary each step was, it was nowhere near as frustrating as constantly wondering how I was ever going to pay off my student loans or feeling like I was wasting away in my tiny little life when I knew I could be doing so much better. 
I'm now not only making seven figures as a success coach and author, but I'm writing a book on how to make money. Me, Jin Sinsaro, ex-shoplifter and scrounger for coins and couch cushions, other people's couch cushions. It's an unthinkable as my 90-year-old father becoming an overnight sensation on Dancing with the Stars and then writing a book about it. Miracles. I believe in them. One of the coolest things I remember is how quickly once I made the no-nonsense decision to get my financial poop in a scoop, new opportunities and ideas and income streams started showing up in my life. They were there the entire time, of course. I was just too busy clipping coupons and focusing on my ENU to notice. But I want you to know that you have everything you need right now to start turning your financial reality into something that doesn't make you wake up screaming in the middle of the night. You just have to be willing to do what it takes. And here's what it takes. Agreeing to get really, 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 really uncomfortable over and over again. We've been raised to believe that you have to work hard to make money. And certainly, there are times when this is true. But the real secret is you have to take huge, uncomfy risks. You have to do stuff you've never done before to make yourself visible, to acknowledge your own awesomeness. To risk looking stupid, you must not only admit to desiring and committing to creating wealth, but most important, you must allow yourself to do so. Taking risks is uncomfortable, but it's the kind of discomfort that equals part eek and hell yeah. Fear and excitement are two sides of the same coin, and that is precisely the kind of discomfort I'm talking about. Otherwise known as a rush, it's the critical, thrilling discomfort of living large in an in-charge life. My hope for you is that you read this book over and over and do everything it says that you listen to the hollerings of your heart instead of your doubts and fears, and that you continuously leap bravely into the unknown. I've seen countless clients and friends and people I meet at parties in such struggle around money. It's like watching people starve to death when there's an all-you-can-eat buffet just down the hall. The money you desire is here for you. The opportunities, the clients, the teachers, the brilliant money-making ideas, they're all right here, right now, waiting for you to wake up, let them in, and get this party started. So that was the uh, introduction. Um, I'll read chapter one tomorrow and put it up. Uh, that was introduction to You Are a Badass at Making Money. So... If you enjoyed this, share, like, I don't know if you can like on this thing or whatever, but just share, uh, tell your friends, tell your family, all them, all them people. Check us out, hey, check me out on Uniweb Productions on YouTube, we do uh, bedtime stories, and I also do interviews with authors on there that I'm going to start putting on podcasts as well. Uh, this won't work podcast, it's funny because uh, I'm living a dream now that I never thought would be possible, I'm writing every day, I'm creating um, YouTubing, I wanted to be an actor, I wanted to be a writer, I'm doing those things now, to a level, now to the, to the highest level I possibly can at the moment, um, that level will rise, as long as I continue to work, as long as I continue to do the things necessary to rise that level, it will rise, um, I'm willing, I'm committed to do it, and, uh, I hope you all will stick with me, Listen to the podcast. I have a lot of motivational things I'll be putting on here. Um, the YouTube channel as well. Follow my blog at seekingpurposetoday.wordpress.com. 
a lot of cool stuff on there as well. I do motivational, inspirational, recovery type writing on there as well as some short stories. But I write every day. I blog every day. I YouTube every day. I podcast every day. Uh, I do this thing every day because only by doing things every day will I get better. Uh, And I am on a path of growth, of destroying every fear, of running through the things that have held me back in my past, of not worrying about financial insecurity anymore and becoming the man that God has created me has created me to be because I know that I am that I can become that man as long as I continue on the path that I'm on going after those fears going after the things that light me up on every every single day and not being afraid to fail move by humility move by faith and all will be okay this won't work podcast my name is Matthew Whiteside I'm here for you You can find me on Twitter at MattWhiteside3. Best way to contact me. Peace out.